everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code. Today's episode, we are going to talk about calculations. I know, I know. It instills fear in everybody when we start thinking we're going to talk calculations, but it really shouldn't. Um, a lot of the calculations that we deal with are pretty simple. They only start to get complicated as the conditions complicate. In other words, if you're dealing with a 120, 240 volt application, things can get pretty simple. When you're dealing with a 120, 208 or any general three-phase four-wire application for feeders or service calculations, there sometimes is another step we have to do. Okay, we'll have to break it down per phase and then we in order to be able to start getting the VAs that we need in order to do our calculations. Well, that brings us to today's episode. Today's episode, we're going to talk about electric clothes dryers uh, for dwelling units. And it's 220.54 of your 2017 edition of the National Electrical Code. Good news is, if you have a 2014 edition, that section did not change. Okay, so... And I don't know, I don't believe it changed in the 2011 edition either. So, hey, hopefully you got the latest edition of the code as the states around the country start changing and moving to the most latest code. Uh, you know, NEMA, for example, uh, the field reps make a real effort. I used to be a NEMA field rep. One of our big efforts was is to get these states to continually move forward and stay up with the latest adopted edition of the code. And that's what they need to do. So we're keeping in that same... Uh, trend here, we're always going to be talking about the latest code that's published. So obviously we're dealing with the 2017 edition of the National Electrical Code. Okay. So if you've got your code book handy, if you're not, you're riding on the road. I don't want you to go reaching under the seat. Okay. And, uh, and try to grab a code book. We want you to listen and then go back and watch the video. We refer to that as ballistic training. Okay, what does that mean? Is we're going to hit you with the audible senses, then we're going to hit you with the visual senses, uh, and we're going to let you put it all together in this ballistic approach to teaching you the National Electrical Code, and that's what we like to do here. So if you're listening to this, once you get back home or wherever you get to work or what have you, uh, maybe you're in the group of, of people that, that sit around and listen together with your code books. I have a lot of people that email me that say they do that at their morning sessions before they go out into the field, um, and they'll listen to a different article article or a podcast that I might do or whatnot. So today's episode is 220.54 electric clothes dryers. So once you're listening, get your code book out when you get in a good safe place and then follow along in the code so you can get a better understanding of what we're talking about. Now, we will have a video on this. So I want you to do both. I want you to listen to it and I want you to watch the video because the video will have a graphic representation and it helps seal the what you're trying to learn here. And that's what we're trying to do. So if you're trying to pass an exam, these are the things you want to learn, okay? And we call it that ballistic approach to training because we hit so many senses and we could become repetitive. And the part of being repetitive is that you learn things over and over and over again. And that's the whole concept here. All right. Now, 220.54, electric clothes dryers, dwelling units. You notice it has in parentheses S because also it has to do with dealing with, say, a multifamily building where you're going to have more than one, then you're going to have clothes dryers, okay? So keep that in mind. Now, let's read it. It says, the load for household electric clothes dryers in dwelling units, uh, or even just a dwelling unit, shall be either 5,000 watts, and that's also synonymous with 5,000 volt amperes or the nameplate rating whichever is larger 
for each dryer served. Now, that's in contrast to using an optional method calculation where you're just going to take the nameplate rating, right? And you're not going to you worry about the 5,000 watts. You just simply take whatever's on the nameplate rating, okay? When you're doing the standard method, for example, you're going to take whichever's larger of the two, 5,000 or the nameplate. So just kind of keep that in mind in case you're taking your exam and, you, and it tells you using the standard method or using the optional method because they do have to tell you, all right? And you're going to remember now, when you're doing a standard method, it's 5,000 watts or 5,000 VA or the nameplate rating, whichever is larger. Just remember that. Lock that away. Now, it goes on to say the use of the demand factors in table 220.54, that's the little table, shall be permitted. Now, we all know by now what shall be permitted means. It's permissible. Okay? And that means is, look, if you don't want to use these demand factors, you don't have to. If I have a 24-unit complex with 24 dwelling units in it, and I want to take the 5,000 watts, if that is, you know, the larger between, you know, the nameplate and the 5,000 watts, and I want to do that times 24 units, and that's what I want to use in my ultimate calculation, okay, so be it. I don't know why you would, but it, because you do have the ability to use the deep the demand factors that are listed in table 220.54. Okay, but again, you're permitted to use these demand factors. You're not required to use them. Now, if you don't use them, you're clearly going to result in a larger service or larger feeder, depending on your application. Now, since I work for a wire and cable manufacturer, the bigger the wire, the more money we make. I know, I know. You hate to hear that, but I'll, I'll go on and sound the alarm. Yep, I talked about a shameless plug about buying wire. Get over it. <laughs> so, I encourage you to use the demand factor, clearly. Okay, it goes on to say, hey, where two or more single-phase dryers are supplied by a three-phase four-wire feeder or service, the total load shall be calculated on the basis of twice the maximum number connected between any two phases. Okay, some of the things we have to lay the groundwork here. Obviously, if it's a three-phase, four-wire setup, you have a phase A, phase B, phase C, for example. Okay? It's three phases. Well, we're going to distribute this load here amongst each one of these phases. So each one of these phases are going to have what's called a per-phase demand. And we're going to use all that to come up with what we call our equivalent three-phase load calculation that we need. Okay? So we're going to kind of walk through this and kind of give you the understanding how you do it. Now, remember... If it's simply 12240 volts, I can skip this part and I simply go up to the table and deal with 220.54, the table itself, and follow the rules. And we're going to go over that, but I don't have to do what I'm going to do right now. So I just want to clarify that. If you're dealing with a calculation and it's a multifamily calculation that's utilizing the, uh, you can't utilize the allowances, let's say, uh, under 220.84 because uh, all of the units, for example, don't have cooking. So you end up being stuck in part three, uh, which you obviously also could use the optional for that as well. So you got plenty of options here. Um, but let's assume you're going to be doing uh, this, a standard type of method and you're dealing with a 120.208, for example, three-phase four-wire setup. Uh, then you got to do something more. We got to do a little step first because in order to get the number of dryers that we need to have so that we can go use 
the little table in 220.54, we got to do something. And that's what makes this unique. And that's where most of the people who deal with it don't understand the concept. And we're going to talk you through it. I encourage you to watch the video if you get confused at any point, because sometimes the video or images are worth a thousand words. But I think you'll have no problem here. Okay, so let's set the tone. We have a 24-unit apartment complex, okay? And we need to find the actual load to apply to our calculation for the service, okay? Now, when we're dealing with this, we've got 24 units, and we're going to automatically just assume that it's uh, each one of these dryers are 5,000 watts, okay? That's the value, 5,000 watts. You know, maybe the nameplate was 4,500, but in this case... 5,000 watts is the larger of the two, so we're going to use 5,000 watts in our calculation. So I've got 24 units that have 5,000 watts for a dryer in each one of these units, okay? Now, it's a three-phase application, so here's the thing. I already know that this is going to be split up amongst three phases, okay? It is a 12208Y, and these dryers are going to utilize two-phase conductors and a grounded conductor, okay? So, when I'm doing this, I have to follow what the code says. Now, let's read it again slowly, and then we'll show you how to apply it. It says we're two or more, and obviously we have 24 of them, where two or more single-phase dryers are supplied by a three-phase four-wire feeder or service, okay? The total load, and that's what we're trying to solve for here, shall be calculated on the basis of twice, that's a two now, twice the maximum number that is connected between any two phases. So how do we do that? Okay, look, it's pretty simple. And once I explain it to you, this also applies the same way for ranges, if you will, okay, in 220.55. All right, now listen to me. You take the 24 dryers, you divide it by three because we have three phases, Okay, that's going to give you a value. Let's do that. I'll get my calculator out. We'll do this together. So I've got 24, and I'm going to divide it by 3. That gives me 8. Okay, so 8. Now, that is the maximum number, and then I do that. You know, that's the value per phase, and I do that, and based on the number, I do that times 2. Okay, and when I do that times 2, that gives me 16. So 16 is the... is for as far as our calculation goes, 16 is the maximum number of dryers okay, that we're going to use in our calculation that could be between any phase, right? any two phases. Okay? Now, in your mind, you're thinking, well, there's 24 units. Couldn't they have 24 dryers? Yeah, they could. But under this application, what you're doing is looking and doing the calculation and trying to say what? What is the maximum number that could potentially be connected between any two phases at any given time. And that's our concept here. Don't get lost too much into the details because if it was 12240 volts, you're going to take the 24 directly and go to the table. Here, it's giving you the allowance to say, okay, what am I going to do? Well, I got two or more, and they're a three-phase four-wire. I'm going to take twice the maximum number connected between any two of the phases in it. So, okay, between any two. Very simple. I'm taking the 24, I'm gonna divide it by three, I'm gonna do that times two, like it says, twice the maximum number, okay? And that gives me 16. So it's 16 dryers between any two phase legs, okay? At any given time, 
Now, then I can, at that point, I can go to table 220.54. So let's do that. So we then look at 220. Remember, we're dealing with a three-phase application first. So then I go to the table here and I say, okay, the left column says number of dryers. Well, I see one through four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, here's the column. It says 12 through 23. All right, well, we know that based on our calculation, which is the three-phase, we have 16 dryers based on the math we just did. And that's how you apply it. Don't get confused with it. If it was a 122.40, you're going to use the 24. If it's a three-phase, you're going to use what the calculation tells you. And this point, we need 16. All right, so I go to the chart, and I see that 12 through 23 has a 47% demand factor. But I'm allowed to, re to take away 1% for every dryer that exceeds 11. Okay, well... I had in my calculation 16 dryers, okay, based on the calculation. Then I take 16 minus 11, that gives me 5. So I take the 47 and I subtract 1% for every one that exceeds 11, and there was 5 of them. So that's 5%. So I take 47 minus 5%, and that equals 42%. Now it's 42% demand factor, but now we have to do a calculation. So we're converting that by moving the decimal places to the left two spaces. So 42% becomes 0.42 for the calculations purposes. Now, what we have to do now is find out what our per phase demand is. So we know that each dryer is 5,000 watts and there's 16 of them based on our calculation. So I take 16 times 5,000 watts. That equals 80,000 watts. Now, since that is the total watts, that's the total value, okay, that we have, now I can apply the demand factor. And by doing so, I do 80,000 times 0.42. And that's going to result in 33,600 watts. Now, what is that per phase? Because remember, we have three phases that this is all going to be displaced on, okay? We had to do the math to find out what the, the actual demand was per phase in order to be able to find out what the total load is for our calculation. So now I take that 33,600 watts and I divide it by two, okay? Because we're dealing with any two phase in this application. So that gives us 16,800. So that's what it is per phase, is 16,800. Now, here's your last step. This is a three-phase setup. So it's 16,800 at any given time based on the alternating current on any of these phases. So you take the 16,800 and you simply multiply it by three. That gives you 50,400 watts. That is the value that you're gonna plug into your standard calculation in order to calculate the size of your service. You've already applied your demand factors. You've already worked it out. You, you took the two phases that you're on, the lows that you have, you turned it out and converted it to a per phase value. Now, since there's three phases, you know how those breakers alternate in the panel, right? So now you have to multiply it by three in order to find out what your total wattage is gonna be. And that's what you apply to your calculation. Now, one last thing that we'll talk about is the last sentence. And it says, Kilo, kilovolt amperes or KVA, in this case it would be 50.4 KVA or 50.4 kilowatts 
or we write it out as 50,400 watts. It reminds us at the end, it says, you know what? Kilovolt amperes shall be considered equivalent to kilowatts for load calculations in this section. Okay, so if you're doing a calculation and everything is based in KVA uh, or VA, uh, then they, they're interchangeable when you're using 220.54. And I'll remind you that it's the same for 220.55 when you're doing the calculation for the ranges and, and cooking appliances. So just kind of remember that type of thing. All right, now, if I was doing this calculation for electric clothes dryers and it was simply a 12240 volt application and I'm using the standard method or the multi-family method and I'm and I'm coming up with this type of thing, then I simply would pull it straight from the values in table 220.54. And so say it's a standard calculation and it's uh, 24 ranges, uh, then I would go to the table again and you'll see that the 24 through 42 dryers, okay, it's 35% minus 0.5% for each dryer exceeding 23. Well, we had 24. So the simple math on this is to simply take the 35,000, okay, and minus 0.5 equals 34.5 or 34,500 VA or 34.5 KW or 34.5 KVA. And that's what our value is, and that's what we're going to apply to the calculation. So when you're doing three phase, you just got to do a little one more step. Now, with that said, I'm going to give you some encouragement here because some people get confused. In the back of the code book, there are examples. Annex D gives you some great examples of doing this application. It shows you how to do a multifamily. It shows you how to do a standard calculation. It shows you how to do an optional calculation. Uh, and multifamily buildings and all that. Take the time to read it. There are so many people that study for an exam and they don't take the time to utilize these examples. Uh, one of the biggest things that can benefit you in an exam is the fact that you're allowed to take your code book in there. Now you can't take a handbook in there. Okay, you can't take one of my, my videos in there. You can't take one of our podcasts in there. You can't take scratches that, that you actually put on a piece of paper and tape it in your code book. But what you can do is use the informative annex D, which shows you all these examples. It might trigger something in your mind. It might click for you. And by using those examples, help you get through the exam. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're really moving you through this thing, getting you to pass that exam, and helping you move along because the education never stops. Even when you become a master electrician, you continually learn every day. You move forward to learn. So with that said, hopefully you got something out of it. Uh, if you want more information on our videos or our podcast, visit our website at masterthenec.com uh, or electricalcodeacademy.com or masteringthenec.com. Uh, all kinds of avenues for you to learn everything you want to learn about the National Electrical Code. Uh, if you're a master electrician and you're ready to take your game to the next level, we have one of the industry's top certification levels that are really going to put you to the test under the Certified Master Electrical Code Professional Program. You can go visit that on www.mycmecp.com or www.cmecpcertified.com. Uh, you can learn everything you want to learn about that program if it's that's for you, if that's what you want to do, if you want to take your, your knowledge to the next level. 
Um, visit our website. Visit our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for Master the NEC. Or better yet, go to Master the NEC and you'll see the links at the top of the page. Uh, I encourage you to visit. I encourage you to listen to more of our podcasts on here, on Spreaker, on our website. Um, visit our Twitter page at Master the NEC. Uh, visit the Twitter page for the CMECP program at, at MyCMECP. Um, there's a lot of stuff for you to learn out there. All this stuff is free. All this stuff is trying to help you get to the next level. So tell you what. Tell a friend. Tell them where you got it from. Remember, we're not know-it-alls here. We're here to help you learn the code better. Thanks again for listening. God bless. Until next time, stay safe out there. Thank <laughs> you.